0: end up in court with Alberto <laughs> defamation of character liable slander you were suing ill will the thrill you are not suing shades <laughs> thanks buddy really thanks cm punk appreciate it
1: the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to what is your preferred non-sugar or was, was it non-sugar or no sugar energy drink of choice because i started drinking the rocks new energy drink healthy warrior it's called zoa free plug for you dwayne johnson never heard of it never heard of it well no. oh, you're not on the inst- you're not on the instagrams so i'm not no yeah um if you buy a case and tag The Rock, I think he pins your he either shares your 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 post or pins your post. I don't know, but uh, I'm not going to buy a, a, a case of the original because I don't like it. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking it so we can get through this episode.
0: Yeah, I've I went through like every possible energy drink or energy remedy when I was in college. It all sucks. I did 5-Hour, I did Monster, I did Red Bull, coffee, caffeine pills, it all sucks. <clears throat>
1: oh, don't do not do that caffeine pills. It was an episode of Saved by the Bell that did that.
0: I'm so excited! I'm excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're here to bring the energy G-G. from our voice, through the mics, to your headphones, to your ears, to what are the Bizzle's? On soundcloud.com slash Apples. that's grapples the number two apples. you don't like SoundCloud, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on iHeartRadio, it doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As always, I am one of your hosts. I was going to do your thing. Oh. <laughs> so well, because I've been listening to, I've been listening to uh, the bumpers, and then I get in to see what, what things we haven't covered yet. Oh, Okay. Um, so I am the very sensual,
0: <laughs> the very toy,
1: Mr. <laughs> himself, your boy, the general, your champion, dare I say, your God shades joined. But I, I feel like I've been hearing your voice all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My hetero life, mate. Ill will the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I beak is, baby. That's who I is. Mr. Thrill, yes, sir.
1: We have had a busier week than usual.
0: <laughs> Definitely busier than the last few weeks.
1: Uh, especially kicking off last Saturday with Impact's Rebellion. Sunday, some, ch- some. Oh, excuse me, Sunday. I'm, I'm so used to their, their pay per views being Saturday. Same. Yes, because I was well, actually watching the Masvidal fight. And I was like, oh, let me check the results for Rebellion. And it was like, Rebellion's tomorrow. I was like, oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> so we had some championships change hands at Rebellion. We have some former WWE women's superstar speaking out about her her being let go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have two Mexican wrestlers set to do battle for the first time. We have some promotions We have a lot going on in the Impacts Wrestlings. But before we get into any of that, Thrillium, do me a favor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's up?
0: Ring that bell. All right. So, top story coming out of the world of wrestling outside of WWE. comes from impact wrestling. I know it's kind of weird to hear that, right? Uh, this past Sunday, as alluded to just now by shades was impacts rebellion. And they decided that we was going to make it a wor- a show to worth watching because of all of the title changes and big surprises. They treated it as like a proper like pay-per-view. So, First things first. Before we get to the big match and the big result of the show, we'll talk about some smaller things like Josh Alexander defeating Ace Austin and TJP in a triple threat match to become the new X Division champion. Um, I, I I feel like I can't get a grasp on what they want the X Division to be.
1: I I once I saw this, and I saw that Josh Alexander won. Who Josh Alexander was part of the North mm-hmm. uh, with Ethan Page. Um. I'm like, they don't know where, like, they have zero direction for their X Division right now.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like in in its prime, the X Division was the place for high flyers slash technical wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And now, I, I, I don't know that the X Division has a true identity. I feel like it might be just like a it's, mid-card belt. It's, it's, their, it's their mid-card belt. But... When a title used to have an identity to strip it of that, I don't know, man. Like, it doesn't... I I feel like the X Division doesn't feel right. I feel like it hasn't felt right for a while. You know, there's glimpses of it. Like, they have TJP, they have Ace Austin. Like, okay, that makes sense. But then you also have, like, Willie Mack and now Josh Alexander. And I'm just, like, I'm not sure what... Where they're going with this. So...
1: It was a a while ago. I don't even remember who's I know it was Kevin Nash and maybe it was Big Papa Pump or it was it was definitely somebody of like a like a heavier set person Ooh. um going for the X ex- I think it was Bully Ray, could have been that too. It was um he's like, why do I want to go into the X division with all these um uh high flyers? And mm. I think Kevin Nash is like it's not about uh, being a high flyer, it's about uh, having the X factor. That's why you're the X division champion. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, okay," but I don't, I don't get that with, um, with New Impact. Like, I, I don't, I don't feel that. Like, there we're a we're a long way removed from Chris Saban, P. D. Williams, A. J. Styles, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe. Like, yeah. Like I don't, I don't feel this.
0: If X division. The, I think if the X division. Is the is for the talent with the X factor, then I can sort of understand Willie Mack because Willie Mack has a lot of charisma. Mm-hmm. I understand Jordan Grace when she was the XFC champion for like a sneeze, that made sense. Um, Ace Austin makes sense because he has he's like I may not like him in terms of like well, he's a heel, I'm not supposed to like him, but the, like he knows, his, he knows his character, he knows how to work, like he's fine. Um TJP, but does I don't know that TJP has the X factor? He's really good in the ring when he wants to be, but does he have the X factor? Does Josh Alexander have the X factor? Did Roji or Rohit Raju have the the X factor? I don't think that they do.
1: TJP and Raju both have the old X division X factor where it was, um, they had that high flying technical wrestling right down, right? Um, in terms of like personality, I always thought TJP was like a wet blanket; like he had no personality. Agreed. Um, I don't know too much about Rajit Raju to um, to formulate an opinion, um, but I, I I don't like Josh Alexander.
0: Very vanilla. It's very
1: vanilla. It's, excuse me. It's good that they have him him doing something post the North. Yeah. All right. <laughs> every episode, every episode like, you know, like like you don't know that we're doing this Friday. So here's
0: I leave it on so that if you message me ready to to record, I hear your message but then I forget to put it on vibrate afterward. I'm sorry.
1: <sighs> so yeah. Uh um I'm 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 100% on board with you. It's like the exhibition right now is doesn't have an identity. Mm-hmm. It's just their mid-card championship. Mhm. Yep. For that, they should have kept um it was first it was the Legends Championship, then the TV Championship, then the Global Championship. So they could have kept that belt. Yep. 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 And yep. that could have been your mid card belt. Exactly. And your X division could have been your your two your Cru- cruiserweight championship. Exact
0: exactly. But whatever. Anyway. We had the debuting of the newest impact, at least. Temporary acquisition, W. Morrissey. Now, for those of you who are like, who the bleep is W. Morrissey, you might know him a little better as the guy who's seven foot tall and you can't teach that, Big Cass. Kaz XL. Kaz XL. So Eric Young was scheduled to be in a match, and he appeared injured, and so his replacement was... Big Cass, a.k.a. now known as W. Morrissey. Um, he also appeared this week on Impact. Cut a pretty lame promo, but it seems like he's going to be there for a while. Look, I, I'm all for the guy's story, you know, like the demons that he's battled, the fact that he was to a point where like the doctors told him if you don't get clean, you're going to die like all that stuff the fact that he's clean now clean and sober he's got his lap back on track he you know his, his physique looks great all that good for you good for you could care less about you as a wrestler his his mic work was never good to begin with and it's not better now and i just he needs either a gimmick or a mouthpiece or something cuz he just came out in jeans and tims and it's like uh, what like what do I even why do I care about this? you know He's not even in full ring gear. why would I care about you if you're coming out I, I don't know there's nothing about him that makes me care about him as a wrestler as a person good for you as a wrestler, I don't care.
1: yeah i I saw this and I was just like, all right uh the last time we saw Kaz, or at least we mentioned him on um, the podcast was him in a partnership with Molina. In an yeah, indie show. Right. Molina was nowhere to be found now. Um, so he does need a mouthpiece. Uh, he was never a good talker.
0: That's what made him Molina and Enzo was... such a good act. Enzo was great on the stick. And you had, you know, Cass do all the, the heavy lifting. He was the the hoss. The he was the know? muscle. He was exactly. the heavy. So I,
1: I, I just hope that they can do something with him. Uh, right now, him being in this little stable that they have works. But you're really handcuffed when you're when you debut in a stable. Yeah. There's nothing for you to do post your current storyline.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Ooh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. It's And then the the promo that he cut. Lets me to believe that he's going to be there for a while, but not excited to be there for a while. Like his whole thing was, your heroes in the back pretend to be good guys, but they're bad guys. Well, I'm a bad guy too. At least I'm willing to tell you that I am up front. And then he has a squash match. I just okay. What is okay? You know what I mean? Like that that promo doesn't make me want to watch you. It doesn't do anything for me. You're a bad guy who's willing to tell me you're a bad guy. Woohoo! I don't get it. it
1: sounds, sounds like Roman Reigns with the whole I'm not a good guy, I'm not a bad guy, I'm the guy, but it's just, he's just a bad guy. And, um, listen, buddy, we're not into the whole good guy, bad guy thing anymore. This is not the 90s. Like, yeah. We cheer who for who we want to cheer for, we boo who we want to boo. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um,. You're you're not going to get cheered, not because you're a bad guy, because you're just not good on the mic. Enzo and Cass was a, like. A strong stable in terms of like popularity. Mm-hmm. People love the whole you can't teach that their um, their the, the whole coming out thing, you know, um, talking trash to their opponents. People love that. Mm-hmm. You, you by yourself right now remains to be seen.
0: Yep. Yep. It's so funny because as an act, they they worked really well. Enzo and Cass as an act was popular. It was over. It was working. They got split up and Enzo alone and Cass alone just was an abomination. They're, they're both. They just don't work. They 100% need each other. It's, it's crazy. Um, alternatively, Cass or W. Morrissey, if you're going to start your promo telling me that all your heroes in the back pretend to be good guys, but they're really bad guys. If that's going to be your thesis statement, then let it be that and let that be what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, okay, that that's your claim. Show me, prove it to me. Find a face in the lock in the locker room, maybe a mid card or find a mid card face. And obviously through storyline, you're going to reveal that he's actually a heel. Boom. Morrissey has something to do. His promo has something to do. You know what I mean? Like, But just telling me everyone's a bad guy, but I'm an honest bad guy, doesn't do anything for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, one, you couldn't find a better name than your w. actual Morrissey. name. It's, his, it's legitimately his real name it's yeah. William Morrissey it's just yeah. W Morrissey um you could have done anything you could have done anything i like your whole uh exposing your 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 good guys as actual bad guys but how do you go about that Bray Wyatt was trying to do that with John Cena where he was trying to show the evil that John Cena actually had that 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 never goes over well. But that's a you different story. I
0: mean? The Bray Wyatt story and, Jen, and John Cena was pulling out someone's true evil. I think what you do here is you have Morrissey expose someone for being fake. So let's. I'm trying to think of who in their locker room is an over. Okay, let just for the sake of it, Eddie Edwards, right? Eddie Edwards is a face. If <clears throat> if he comes out, Morrissey comes out and says, Your heroes are, are are bad guys, right? Over the next few weeks, he can tease and allude to somebody in the locker room who's been doing heinous things. Right? You show video proof of someone getting jumped, but the, the assailant is is masked or, or hooded or something. Or yeah you know, just a little little somethings to, to show that this person's a bad person. And then you get down the line and at some point you reveal that it's Eddie Edwards. And he's been faking it the whole time. He's trying, he's, you know, pretending to be a good guy, but he's really a bad guy. And now he's mad at Morrissey for uncovering the truth. And so you kind of get a, a, a double turn in a sense. Morrissey uh, is a heel because he's doing heel things, but he's trying to pull out the truth which is Eddie Edwards is actually a good guy pretending to be a, ba- a bad guy pretending to be a good guy. It at least gives him something to do.
1: I, I don't I don't like that though. It's kind of it's lame, in my opinion. Like okay. um it for this, like you you'd have to really peel back kayfabe.
0: Mm, you don't have to. It could be all in yeah. Kfabe. It could be all Kfabe. You can have you know wrestlers who are in the middle of matches and then someone comes and, like, you know, interferes. It could be someone who gets jumped backstage, it could be, um, you can have a storyline where there's someone in the knockouts division who's getting treated, you know, poorly or receiving threats from, from an anonymous person. There's a bunch of different bad things, and at the end of the day, it turns out that it's all Eddie Edwards. It could be okay, fame, mm. and it, it doesn't even have to be anything current, you can pull back through the depths of impact's history and be like oh remember when this thing happened that was Eddie edwards too. you
1: would you would definitely need somebody that was already a heel cuz then you can just he can go back and like look at this I don't know about that over here you know like mm. do something um if i was going something in terms of like like breaking kayfabe like, mm-hmm. almost like a shoot mm-hmm. you'd go after rich swan where Rich, Ooh. where Rich Swan was Ooh. let go, he's a baby face now. But he beat up uh, Sue Young. Oh man! Oh, that's but that's 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 too like that's curtain peeled back way too much. Like you can't if you, do
0: that. If you do that, then you can't keep Rich Swan hired. You hired him
1: before, uh, bef- um.
0: After the fact, he did that. So why not? Yeah, but people who are watching the show may not necessarily know this. You're not. It's not something that you're promoting. If you're promoting, hey, in real life, this guy's a woman beater. You can't keep him Mm -hmm. on TV. Mm -hmm. You can't keep him on TV. Yeah, but I mean,
1: people. uh, At least we knew about this, you know. Like, and that's why he was let go from the WWE. And that's why I'm not a fan of Rich Swan. So the then. He was let go from the WWE. People must. Oh, where's this Rich Swan guy from? Boom. Then they'll see the allegations, and then they'll see that he's. Excuse me. He assaulted a woman.
0: I don't know. All, all I'm saying is, if you're going to, it's don't say something. It's the Vince Mc. I, I can't even say this, but this is the Vince McMahon theory of promos. You don't talk about something you don't plan to pay off of. Mm-hmm. Don't come out here and tell me that you're good guys or bad guys. But they're just lying to you unless you're doing something about that. Okay. That's my whole thing. If, if that's going to be part of your promo, do something about it. Show me. Otherwise, shut up and talk about yourself. You Remember, a promo is supposed to be promoting something. You're promoting a feud. You're promoting yourself. If you're going to say something that promotes a potential feud but not have a feud to promote, then what do you do? Shut up. Shut up. Anyway. Agreed. Also on the show, we talked about this because we were quite curious as to the direction they were going. At Rebellion, the Knockouts Tag Team Championships were on the line as Fire and Flava defended their titles versus the newly formed team of Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. And much to my surprise, they they... they put Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace over. I mean, that sucks for fire, for fire and flavor. Um, But I I, kind of, I think it makes sense in my opinion, to be honest.
1: Um, I mean, this is something that we spoke about uh, last week on on the, yeah. On the, the the last week episode before rebellion is like, kind of makes sense that Jordan Grace and, uh, and Rachel Ellering win. Yeah. They're the power, you know, Yeah, kind of, sucks for fire and flavor because you guys are just the newly crowned knockouts tag team champions yeah like this is the issue that we had with wwe's nxt women's tag team championships Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like you you gotta build some sort
0: of i mean this isn't as bad as the same show but yeah
1: oh yeah obviously but like you gotta build some sort of like history some lineage some some something gravi gravitas or something yeah. i don't
0: know yeah yeah i uh, i don't know it what also gets me is why not just do this from the beginning you had jordan grace there did you not have access to rachel ellering
1: i, I don't think they did
0: because this it makes sense to be honest i'm sorry i, I feel bad for tasha steels and kira hogan but let's be real if you're talking about leading the knockouts tag division who makes more sense visually? Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles, who are combined like 300 pounds, if that, and they're both like five foot two, or Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace, who could probably each bench press bench press both of them. Mm-hmm. You know? Or at least squat them, because Jordan Grace's squat game is crazy. Um, yeah, girl
1: guy, legs for days.
0: Bro, insane. I'm pretty sure she squats her husband every day before she goes to work. It's just insane. So I don't know. I mean, good for them. Bad for Fire and Flavor. But anyway, moving on. The biggest match of the night, the one that has the biggest implications moving forward, was the title for title match between current Impact World Champion Rich Swan who for some reason was still carrying both the TNA World Championship and the Impact World Championship. I don't, even though they unified that with Moose, I don't know why he's still carrying both. Because um, they don't
1: have a belt, uh, a, a solid belt yet for it.
0: Yeah, but you should—you had time. You had time, and that should have been done before this match. Because now, yep. and, I, and I'll explain why in a minute. <laughs> Versus the AEW World Champion, Kenny Omega. And to the surprise to the surprise of nobody, Kenny won this match. And so now, Kenny's carrying around, theoretically, four tit- four belts, but three titles, mm-hmm. which is stupid. He's sitting there hugging wow. all the three belts, but he only has two titles. It doesn't make any sense. Like, un- they should have unified this belt and given him one belt that Rich Swan could have carried into this match which also would have put more weight into it because then rich could have been more attached to it because this is his belt his brand new belt that is the unified belt and then when he loses that to kenny it means that much more to rich swan I
1: mean, you you had you don't need that you don't need this is my belt you're doing this for you imp- don't need that, that but is- i'm
0: saying it adds to it it's there you don't need it but it's there
1: it's, it's literally, you're, you're our top champion. You need to go out there and you have to represent Impact. You have failed Impact in losing our championships to a different guy from another company. Um, I like the the aesthetic of having uh, Kenny have four belts but being three champions. Because um, it just gives him more like, I don't know. It just There's more shiny stuff. Does it make sense? That you have the TNA championship on him when they're not TNA anymore? No, it doesn't make any sense. Should they have had a belt? Absolutely, but they, they they could have. And look at the undisputed championship. Chris Jericho was the first undisputed champion. He carried that belt around until he dropped it to Triple H, and Triple H didn't get it until after Mania.
0: Yeah. No, so, you're right. You're right. I just, I guess, what why it bothers me is. If we're Because we're doing the belt collector thing. And I feel like if you're doing the belt collector thing, and if you're, let's say, a casual observer. Okay, for example, Alan, right? Our friend of the show, my might as well be cousin, Alan, who lives in Florida. He watches the show. He watches wrestling, but he's not a diehard like us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, If he just sees a picture of Kenny carrying four belts... He might be like, wait a minute, what's this extra belt that I don't know about? It gets confusing to those of us who don't know that Impact was carrying two belts. You know, mm-hmm. you have the big AEW title whenever he carries it. He has the the, the AAA mega champion championship belt. And then now he's going to carry two belts for Impact promoting one promotion. It just, if, if you don't know. It's confusing, and I think, especially in the world of professional wrestling, the less confusion you can get on a casual fan, the better. Because if a casual fan is confused, they will not come back.
1: <sighs> yes and no. It would definitely give more intrigue. What is these belts that these guys are holding? And they'll just go and Google or look up... What belts he has? What oh? What's this company? When are they on? It does bring intrigue to, um, the companies, the belt, the person.
0: You're telling me you've never watched a TV show, been confused, and been like, "No, this is confusing. I'm not watching this."
1: I'm not. I I mean, you can't. If it's literally the pilot episode, you got to give it a couple of episodes. You can't go into like, all right, so if. I put on season four of The Office for you. You're not going to be like, oh, what's going on here? And then like, no, I'm out. Never mind. Like, like, you know, either you're going to go back in the beginning and rewatch it or you're going to just push it to the side. Uh, Going back to rewatch it is your is the in this analogy is doing your research, going to um, see. What the company's about, what the person's about, what the belt's about. Yeah, but a um, casual
0: fan who's just watching for the first time is not going to do all that work. Does it make any sense? If I'm watching wrestling for the very first time, or if I'm watching, if you're a
1: casual, if you're a casual fan, you're not watching Impact.
0: Uh, well, that was, what I was about to say. Or if I'm watching Impact for the first time, or watching AEW for the first time, and any of this stuff confuses me, I'm going to be like, "That's confusing. Why? I don't understand. I'm not going to do the work. I'm not doing the but work. What's con- I'm not doing the work." But so-
1: and that's why you're a casual fan because you don't want to do the work
0: but that's what i'm saying you th- but that's how you transition a casual to a regular the casuals do not stick around for confusing casuals are not going to stick around like y- you have to convert them what, by giving them what's... something palatable
1: What's confusing about one guy from one company winning the top championship from another company? No.
0: That's not confusing at no. all. No. What's confusing is saying he's the champion of three promotions and he's carrying four belts, and the fourth belt is for a promotion that theoretically kind of doesn't exist because it's a different company. That, That's what's confusing.
1: Right, that, that, that argument makes sense. That argument makes sense. I, I was never a fan of Moose bringing back the TNA championship. Um, it's not even the same company
0: um that's what i'm saying it's a confusing if you don't know anything about impact you kind of like professional wrestling but you never got into it oh your friend or your partner's into it and they go here watch this this is going to be really cool it's kenny versus rich swan and at the end of the night he's carrying four belts and they say that he's a three champion of three promotions i don't understand i thought he said three why is there four what's that tna oh well t and you know what i mean like it's too much it's too much it's wrestling storytelling should be simple. And I don't, I'm not talking about lowest common denominator, this is caveman stuff, but a viewer should not be confused.
1: So in my opinion, what they should do is have, have Kenny drop the Impact Championship since the belt is unified already and have the 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 current belt that they have now um Give it back to Moose or do whatever the hell they want with it. Just keep it off of TV. That belt is done. It's already been unified. Now he has the, the Undisputed Impact Championship.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: has the A Championship. He has the AEW. The AEW Championship. That's yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with that. Just get rid of the, the, the TNA Championship. It doesn't need to be there. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Put it back in, the, in your locker room somewhere, in your storage facility where you kept it all these years before Moose brought it back. There's no need for it. Mm-hmm. What, what do you do? You get to bring back the GFW one, two. Yikes. Exactly. It's dumb. Anyway, moving on. I don't, I don't want to get too wrapped up in this. Um, so in the fallout following rebellion on this week's impact, the show opens with Scott Dimore coming out, having the ring surrounded by wrestlers. And he's talking about how Kenny Omega has to appear by the end of the night, or he'll be stripped of his title. Which makes no sense, because the wrestling trope has always been 30 days. Unless you're Brock Lesnar, and then it's 30 years. Um, so, that idea was kind of dumb, but I understood it for storyline purposes. So, he announced that to find out the new number one contender, because Rich Swan will not be getting a automatic rematch clause because this was a unique circumstance of title versus title. This is all what Scott DeMore said. He said, because we all, he's like rich understood that when he signed up for this match, that there would be no automatic rematch clause. And so to find the new number one contender for Kenny Omega at the next impact event, which is in three weeks, Um, I forget what it's called. Um, It's not Slammiversary, I don't think. No, 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 no. Oh my God, what is it called? Uh, It's just a weird name, fully something. I'll figure it out, I'll come back to it. Uh, But at that show, will be a six... it's,
1: It's Slammiversary right now. No. in july but they no. were promoting like three different pay-per-views on um on rebellion
0: yeah they have something coming up uh, like may something or other like in the middle of may
1: <sighs> continue <sighs> i'll find it yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll find thank
0: it. thank you look for it um so at it, please at that thank you please at that show there will be a six-man match to determine the number one contender who's going to be in that match is going to be decided in a number of qualifiers that will take place between then and now. So Kenny had until the end of the night to show up qualifiers are going to be starting to take place with one of them being Sammy Callahan versus Eddie Edwards, which was interrupted and broken up by Kenny and the good brothers who jumped both of them, but primarily were attacking Sammy Callahan. My guess is that's going to be the stopgap feud. Um, Under, okay, Siege, so, Under Siege, Under um, Siege.
1: Under Siege is it's a impact, it's an Impact Plus pay-per-view.
0: There you go. And
1: and Against All Odds is an Impact Plus pay-per-view, but Slammiversary is their next pay-per-view.
0: Yeah. So Under Siege is going to be the show that has the six-man match to determine the number one contender um so yeah so we have i'm guessing that kenny versus sammy callahan is gonna be a stopgap feud to hold us over until we get the number contender at 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 under siege but um Mm. i guess whatever i like the idea that they're going okay kenny won our title we want it back so we got to get the best of the best so we're gonna have pretty much everyone compete in a qualifier and then the qualifiers into the sixth man, and whoever wins that will face Kenny for our title. I like in that mortal,
1: in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> in Mortal Kombat. No, <laughs> well, they're having a tournament to find their champion, and they're gonna have their their champion fight another person from a different pay-per-view, a different realm, a different, a different promotion. <laughs> Bro, this is Mortal Kombat.
0: This is the plot to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh, but I do, I do That's like fun. it though. I think, it, I think it's a smart move by Impact to do this. That's is weird. Oh, who you telling? Let's continue with the weirdness. So, I'm going to save the, the next big, big news for last. But until then cmlo the second the two the second of two major promotions in mexico has put out a statement saying that they will no longer be working with ring of honor now the statement Mm -hmm. that they put out um is in spanish but i was able to read it was basically did not show any ill will there was no hard feelings they simply said um We've decided to no longer continue our, our working working relationship with Ring of Honor. We thank them for all that they've done. And, you know, we wish them nothing but the best, you know, moving forward. So, and of course, see, see here at CMLL, we're going to continue to provide the best wrestling, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really interesting. Because first we saw there were individual wrestlers who are parting ways of ring of honor. And now to see that all of CMLL is parting with ring of honor, it could just be, I think it's probably just a matter of your contract is over. Like they probably had an agreement of like two years and it's over now. Um, mm. But you know, the, the drama in me wants it to be a little bit more dramatic <laughs> angle front, but yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, Shays, have you heard about this uh this Chelsea Green controversy?
1: I have not actually.
0: Alright, so Chelsea Green, formerly of WWE slash NXT, who was just recently released. Obviously, now that she's gonna be back on the indie scene, her doing indie shows and you know promoting herself is be you know super important. So apparently a wrestling artist on Twitter or on Instagram put up some sort of drawing of chelsea green to promote her saying taking bookings now blah 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 you know promoting chelsea green so he posted it on his social media she then reposted it but she did not tag him or credit him in any way shape or form Mm. so he then messaged her privately And he shared this part of their conversation. Now, I say this part because I don't, We know, obviously, we don't know if anything was said before or after. But he shared a part of the conversation where he simply asked, hey, could you please credit me for my work? You know, as a working artist, this is all that I, this is, you know, what I work for. I need to make money. This is how I make money. She responded by saying basically, okay, and then pulling the the picture all together. Mm-hmm. And then he responds, hey, I didn't want you to take it down, I just wanted some credit, and then she blocked him. So then, of course, I'm sure you can guess what happened now from the wrestling community. (laughs) Someone hit the horn, Ah, release the Kraken! They all came after her. Um, And so, she then put up another post apologizing. And saying, of course, credit where credit is due. And reposted the the picture, crediting the artist. Um, So it it became this whole big thing. It seems to have been resolved now. But the question is, A, why did she respond like that? And B, did this artist do or say something to force her to respond that way? Because that's really weird if someone goes, hey, you posted a picture I drew. Can you give me credit? Nope. Pull down blocked. You know,
1: it is a little weird. Um, one, it's very weird that she didn't uh, usually shot. They usually shot out like the person that does their drawings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of scummy that you don't do that, especially because this person is you know they, they didn't they, they don't have money from what I can gather, mm. um, and they don't have the exposure. So you being, uh, you know, the platform that you have should help, you know, put this person out there. Like, hey, listen, this person did this for me. Uh, now, if he drew her without her permission, like her likeness, um, she doesn't have her thing trademarked yet. So I, I don't think that's a, a battle that she'll win in terms of like, hey, you can't use my likeness without my permission right cuz he's not using it to promote anything he just drew it for her right and she took it for him right okay uh yeah it's that's scummy she should have she should have definitely tagged the person she shouldn't have pulled it down it makes her look bad it makes her look even worse that she put it up and tagged the person now
0: yeah exactly and like i like you were saying it's one thing if it's a likeness issue because then she could have said hey i appreciate it but i got it Please take this down. You're using my likenesses. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that. But that, I mean, again, from what he showed in what he posted, that was never part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. She just was like, okay, cool. Pulled it down and then blocked him.
1: Mm.
0: So, that's bad. That's, that's, yeah, that's not bad. a good look. Not a good look in the slightest. Uh, okay. Next bit of news I was hoping to avoid because I'm not happy about this.
1: Yeah. I was gonna actually cover this in my WWE news, but since they no longer work there, exactly it's all you buddy. Thanks.
0: Um by the way, do we know his his current ring name?
1: No. Um no. Okay. I don't know either of theirs right
0: now. Okay. So Andrade Cien Almas as he was formerly known in WWE slash NXT, La Sombra, he was previously known on the Mexican indie scene. And in New Japan. And in New Japan. Now has his first post-WWE match booked as he goes one-on-one with arguably the biggest scum in the entire wrestling industry, Alberto El Patron. And I did not use the Spanish accent when saying his name because he doesn't deserve it. I'm not happy about this. Um... As Andrade, I'd like to think this is something where he's just going, look, money booking is a money booking. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I would, oh, God, I hate, oh, man. Like, if this was me and someone was like, hey, we want to book you in a match versus Alberto El Scumbago. Oh, man, I don't know if I'm taking that booking. I don't know. But then again, what do I know? I'm not a wrestler. You know, these guys don't, when they're not signed to an exclusive promotion, they don't make a lot of money.
1: I I got a perfect scenario for you right now. Okay. Perfect scenario. Hit me. We have a podcast. Yes, we do. We've been doing this for, you know, two and a half years or so.
0: That is accurate.
1: If they were like, hey, you'll get this exposure, um, you know, you'll get tagged, a lot of people listen to you, you'll get more traction, more fans, blah, 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 but your first guest is going to be Alberto, do
0: you do it? if I'm going to be 100% honest with you I think you and I would probably end up arguing about this for a long time because I wouldn't want to do it I would not want to do it I'd
1: only do it for uh, in. I'd only do it if like, the gloves were off if I was allowed to ask mm-hmm. him questions mm-hmm. about the stuff
0: you know what if that's the case, if it's no holds barred, if I can ask him anything, fine. Because it's not going to be a puff piece. I'll promise you that. I'm no, not going ha- I'm I'm like to have him on the show to boost him up.
1: It still has to be wrestling related, but you can also ask about his past.
0: Oh, God. I, oh, man. I, oof. I I'm not going to lie. I would be in attack mode the entire time. Every question I ask him would be, 100% leading to and showing my disdain for him. I'm not going to front.
1: Yeah, but that's not professional.
0: Like I you understand can't do that. that. I understand that. And that's why I don't know that. Like I said, this, it would be a lengthy conversation between you and I. If, ever, if someone ever said, hey, Alberto wants to be on your show.
1: For me, uh, for us, I think we'd have to formulate questions. I'll ask the questions and then you can retort to his answers. I don't think you can out, out, outright ask questions without coming off like overly aggressive. Yes,
0: that is that is probably a fair assessment of the situation.
1: Also, that definitely would be like that wouldn't be PG-13. That would be like no, oh, we- that, yeah,
0: oh yeah. Oh yeah. That might be our last episode.
1: <laughs> PG at least.
0: Uh end up in court <laughs> with Alberto. <laughs> Defamation of character. Liable slander. Uh, you are suing. Ill will the thrill. You are not suing. Shades. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Really, thanks, CM Punk. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no, I, no, I'm not covering that. <laughs> Hell no, I'm not. Listen, I can be professional when need be. I can be professional. Do I like right. him as a person? Absolutely not. But I can be professional.
0: Anyway. Hate his guts. Hope Andrade wins. Moving on. (laughs) So now the second biggest news that's going to affect AEW as well as possibly the entire wrestling landscape. Possibly AEW. Correct. Correct. Possibly. I'm sorry. Could affect. I even wrote that in the notes. I wrote could affect AEW. Yeah. The NHL has signed a seven-year deal with Turner Sports. Now, what does it have to do with AEW, you might be asking? Well, Turner Sports is the corporation that is in charge of and owns both TBS, the Turner Broadcasting Station, and TNT, Turner Network Television. Um, AEW currently is on TNT on Wednesday nights. The NHL's Wednesday night rivalries is on Wednesday nights. Now, here is where the panic comes, and then I'll explain where the more likely scenario will probably land. AEW is currently on Wednesday nights. NHL is on Wednesday nights. The NHL gets more ratings and makes more money. So if it's between AEW or the NHL, the NHL is going to land on Wednesday. AEW goes homeless. They can't go to Tuesday or Thursday because that's when TNT airs their NBA because they have the contract with the NBA. Tony Khan refuses to move to Monday nights because they do not want to compete with Monday Night Football. And if they move to Friday nights, they're competing head-to-head with SmackDown, which would then divide the viewership the same way they had with NXT and AEW. So that's not exactly beneficial either. Saturday and Sunday is not a thing because no one in their right mind is going to air their le- weekly live television on the weekna- on the weekends because you're just asking for zero ratings. So what is more likely to happen is the NHL will land on TBS. TBS, I believe, still has the rights to Major League Baseball playoffs. Um, and I believe NASCAR? Mm-mm. No. They have something else. They have some other sport going on on TBS. Um, but their Wednesday nights are, are wide open. So if the NHL lands on TBS, which is probably will be, then AEW doesn't have to worry. NHL will land on TBS. They'll be sitting right at home, and they'll be the major sports going on on TBS because the MLB does not run TBS um, uh, games often. So that's more likely. Everyone was freaking out when this deal was announced. But if that you mean. really think about the logistics – not No, not you, but like – a lot of the wrestling internet community was like, "Oh my god, AEW, blah blah blah." I was like, "Guys, if you look at the logistics, it doesn't make sense for the NHL to go to TNT." Once,
1: once you you messaged um, our group chat about this with the Suburban Brothers, mm-hmm. um, I saw. I said it instantly. I was like, "They're not going to TNT. They're going to TBS." Yeah. There's nothing going on on Wednesdays at TBS. Mm-hmm. AEW right now has done millions, uh, a million viewers right now. Mm-hmm. Um, why move things around when you can just slot them in Wednesdays? They don't show anything Wednesdays anyway. What are you going to watch? A rerun of Modern Family or a rerun of like some some show that they have on there? Mm-hmm. No point. Boom. Wednesdays and, and
0: easy as pie. Exactly. The only time that you're going to see um, any sort of AEW programming issues is going to be similar to what's happening now where they have to reschedule one of their Wednesday nights for a Friday night because of like playoffs Mm -hmm. TNT does do overrun for TBS uh, during the playoffs. So it'll be the same thing when the NHL gets to, so the way the NHL works typically with their TV deals is the first round stays local. So first round will still air on their local networks except for
1: MSG, exactly,
0: exactly. The NESN in Boston, Fox Sports in Florida, all those, you know, your locals. Once it gets to the second round, that's when you start to get into the national coverage. There's less game. So it's less coverage for them to worry about. However, there's still by the second round, you still have eight teams, and each, yeah, eight teams all together, so you're talking, you know, potentially that many games in one night. So on a night where there's going to be too many games on TNT, I mean, on TBS, you'll probably bleed over to TNT. But that's highly unlikely in my opinion. You might get one or two NHL playoff games on TNT. So that's that's the most likely thing. Because like I said, MLB on TBS is not a regular thing as much as it used to be. Um and so, what do they? Why not put NHL there? You know,
1: yeah. And there's not. It's not like there's going to be any layover for the MLB and the NHL because by the time the NHL starts properly their season, MLB season's over already.
0: Exactly. And this is starting next year, so all the schedules are going to be back to normal. Like right now, the NHL season would normally be over. We'd be in the playoffs by now. The NHL uh, season normally ends the first or second week of April and then we're in playoffs time. This year's going to be a little different, so there's more bleed over between MLB, NHL, NBA. Uh, mm-hmm. So next year is when this TV deal starts, and that's when we'll probably see you know regular scheduling, so there'll be less crossover, less of an issue. Uh, this is comical to me, though, because NXT moved over preemptively, and now they don't need to. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they moved for no reason. But oh well, because and when I say that was, um, Fox had the, and Fox and Universal were the the front runners for the NHL contract, and so the idea was that the NHL was going to be on USA on Wednesdays, um, but then, Turner swooped in the last minute and signed this deal, so NXT got moved for no reason. Lol. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Lol smiley face.
0: <laughs> Lol smiley face. Devil horns. <laughs> uh, but that's gonna cover it for me. Shades, what's going on over there, buddy?
1: Uh, WWE news is not as long-winded as non-WWE news. Um, let's get right into it. WWE is in talks with MLW about talent part on a talent partnership. um I'm not familiar with a lot of MLW, uh-huh. but if it helps bring people from ML MLW to Impact, Impact, oh my gosh, NXT, <laughs> then maybe we got something cooking. You know, mm-hmm. like NXT's NXT's really stale for me right now. It's, mm-hmm. There's no pizzazz. It's kind of, yeah. Um, so we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, anytime any any smaller promotion gets in partnership with WWE, they eventually just get bought out and their talent gets swallowed up.
0: Right. So MLW, I think, is going to fall under the same thing as Evolve, where they're going to be working together until they just become one. Um, mm-hmm. It's So just to read some of the wrestlers that currently work for MLW or who have championships over there, we have the likes of Loki, which if they bleed over to WWE, he's not going. Oh, um, yeah,
1: he's bad. He has had bad stints in the WWE.
0: Right. Uh, Mil Muertes, which is interesting for those of you who were watching Lucha Underground and wondering where he's been. This is where he's been. Uh, Divari, ACH. I, if for those of you who remember the whole ACH. He's not coming. Fiasco. He ain't going nowhere. Um, Vince would buy the company out just to fire him. Damn. Uh, Simon Gotch, La Parque um let's see who else is there doo, 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 doo. savio vega um brian pillman jr but he's also working aew and the biggest name that i had left off until now is leo rush who would not be coming back to wwe that is correct so I'm interested to see what kind of relationship they're going to have with MLW. Who's going to be working? Because currently, Leo Rush is their middleweight champion. Mm-hmm. So what the extent of that relationship is going to look like is interesting to me. But will time will tell?
1: Yeah. Um, other news. I don't know who John Cone is, but I don't. I do know who Jason Jordan is, and they have both earned promotions in the WWE. Uh, I believe Jason Jordan's promotion is like head of of talent relations now
0: something like that so okay so real quick john cone is the referee whose son was nicholas
1: oh yeah okay yeah
0: so I, if i'm not former mis-
1: former tag team champion nicholas
0: correct so john cone is a ref you definitely know him if you see him um i don't know what his promotion was to i'm guessing like the head of referees you know Let's see. Yeah, in back talent relations department. Yeah, okay. So there you go. Um, and Jason. So yeah, John Um, uh, I believe. Oh, that
1: guy. I know his. I know him.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, Jason Jordan. Uh, yeah, he's taking over Johnny Ace's duties because Johnny Ace has moved over to do other stuff. So. Everyone's all hype that Jason Jordan is now going to be, like, a higher up in terms of, you know, talent relations and, oh, maybe now they get better booking. Burps? No. No. All the people in the wrestling community who are posting stuff so excited. Oh, now they have somebody young, someone who understands the product, blah, blah, blah. They have had someone who understands the product triple h understands the product but it doesn't matter what jason jordan says or what triple h says it's all about vince it don't matter it doesn't matter nothing's gonna change yeah
1: if you oh, think it's gonna change congratulations exactly.
0: you, you played, played yourself the only thing this does is sets them up for a post vince world
1: mm-hmm.
0: the problem is when that's gonna be no one knows A man's immortal doesn't make a difference <laughs> That
1: yeah, man is immortal.
0: A, to, to to make another reference, he's a Shang Tsung, a professional wrestler. hey
1: yeah, you know, he's he's out there eating souls. He's not even he's not gonna die. Your soul is mine.
0: And then you're on Impact Wrestling.
1: So uh, we're back on to Mickey James. Now I didn't want Thrill to, to cover this in uh, non WWE news because this is just her continuing her continuous gripe with the promotion. <laughs> um mickey james was interviewed um i don't remember by who i think it was like gcw or something like that It was like um
0: well she has her own podcast that she co-hosts with victoria and some other person and she also Mm -hmm. the same things that she said over there she said in more detail on her own podcast but proceed
1: so uh, there's just a quote that i have from her she's like i think the small-minded mentality sometimes leads to thoughtlessness behavior uh especially for me To constantly be presented as old when I'm 41 and every single male champion has been... um, My same age or older has been glorified for the same reasons. Um, They should be effing amazing. But why is it different for women? Uh, Or why is it different for me? Ageism is a real thing and it's BS. She's complaining that... Not complaining. Her argument is older male wrestlers... Get preferential treatment as t- as opposed to older female wrestlers. She's 100% right. No, she's not wrong. She is 100% right. You have your Brock Lesnar's, your Goldberg's, your... Goldberg. Um, Goldberg is
0: your biggest... Look, look at Goldberg. The guy's 100 years old and he can barely move, but he gets put the the top belt on him. A WWE female performer who's over 40 ends up relegated to doing nothing in the back.
1: Yeah. um, I think there's a there's an argument to be made here, but it's also a male wrestler can bounce back quicker than a female wrestler in terms of losing to an older superstar
0: mm. um,
1: the problem with that Booking is wise, you mean yes mm-hmm. the problem is women m- women's wrestlers have a shorter shelf life than men because if they want to have a, a child or start a family. Their time for – that's nine months you got to carry a kid. You can't wrestle for those nine months, not not to mention a year or two after the child's born. That's three years that you're missing in ring action in, in a promotion where if you're not there, you're forgotten about.
0: Yeah, but, like uh, if, but to be fair, if we're talking about time missed, that's a farce argument because how many wrestlers because of injury lose nine months to a year?
1: I'm just, I'm trying to stick with the whole women's, women wrestlers have a shorter wrestling career simply because of their the different circumstances. Like, a man can have a child, but he can go to work the next day. The women can't. Right. So, ageism in terms of, like, do you believe that a Bianca Belair should lose to a Mickey James.
0: It's all about the booking though. Like on this just like without any context? No.
1: No. No. See, now now you're 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 our argument has always been there's no reason why an old wrestler, a Brock Lesnar, not Brock Lesnar, because he's he's a freaking tank. A Goldberg, there's no reason why Goldberg should beat the fiend. I agree. I agree it's almost to the same fact where um a mickey james shouldn't beat charlotte flair
0: okay so to counter argument that right so let's say let's go back to hogan versus the rock right mm-hmm. hogan mad old, rock seasoned vet the rock's not a kid arguably either one of those two men could have won that match and it would not have hurt either one of them. If you Mm -hmm. take a female wrestler with that sort of stature, let's call it Charlotte flair, right? Mm -hmm. Charlotte versus Trish Stratus, Fine. Let's go there. Let's stay with Mickey. Okay, fine. We'll stay with Mickey had Mm -hmm. Mickey had Mickey stayed with WWE this whole time and had a, Like, if she had the current star power that, let's say, a Becky Lynch has, and then you put her up against Charlotte, then age doesn't matter. Whoever wins is okay with winning. It's about where you stand and what you're doing and how much money you're making. What are you bringing to the company? That's why Brock gets booked. That's why Lesnar gets – I mean, Goldberg gets booked big, right? Oh, he's a big money wrestler, so he goes over. So it's the same thing. If you have a female wrestler who's older – but is, but is a bigger draw, but she beats someone who's on par, then it's someone who's on par. My gripe has always been a Goldberg who is not currently wrestling regularly going over on somebody who is. AJ Styles is, what, 41?
1: Give or take, yeah.
0: AJ's in his early 40s. Would it bother you if AJ went over on... I don't know, Drew McIntyre. No. Why
1: not? Because he's he's in the ring every day.
0: But that's and that's my point. So age shouldn't matter if you're in the ring every day. If Mickey James is still working every day, and <laughs> she's 43. 43. Jesus Christ. The man does not age. The man does not yeah. age. So if Mickey Mickey's on the same age, no? She's 41. Look at that! Mickey's younger than AJ.
1: See, but the thing is. Mickey's not in the ring every day,
0: but that's not her fault. She's not booked to be in the ring every day. She's healthy.
1: That, listen, your argument, I I, I agree with one hundred percent. Because when Mickey was doing that whole, um, the she was doing it for her kids thing mm-hmm. to show like uh, like that robot. That's when she should have won. Mm-hmm. Like that, that she, she there was no hotter time for her and her comeback than then when she lost to Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. She should have won that. Mm-hmm. Mickey James now, who they have done nothing with, doesn't deserve a championship reign, doesn't deserve an opportunity.
0: And you know what? She's not even asking for that. But use her. Use her to put talent over. Let her be the seasoned vet who can run a program with a young up-and-coming wrestler and then let that new talent go over on her. You know what would have been
1: a perfect first feud for uh, Rhea? Mickey James. She could have had that first feud with her. It's like, all right, you've beaten all these other people, but how about a, a, a vet of twenty years? Yeah. Uh, like, let's 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 do a program
0: there. That could have worked. Yeah, and but, and that's and that's Mickey's whole thing is that she could be. She's not. She's only forty one. She can still go in the ring. No one's telling you to put a belt on her, but use the woman. Yeah. So on on her show, I don't know how much of this came over on, on what you heard or what you read, uh, Shades, but she was mentioning that she was talking to somebody in WWE backstage and how apparently she came up with an idea to have an all-female show for WWE. Similar to 205 Live, that was all about the female wrestlers so that the women who don't get on TV still have something to do. And the backstage personnel, who she she said she didn't want to name, said, face it, women's wrestling doesn't make money.
1: Which is, it's not completely false.
0: It's not completely false, but I think similarly to the WNBA and the NWHL, you got to put money in it to make money out of it.
1: I mean, that's that. That was one of the biggest gripes that I, I don't remember what basketball player has uh, female basketball player said it, but she said that she's the top female player in the WNBA and she's only making like three million a year mm-hmm. when LeBron James is making twenty six, twenty nine million dollars a year mm-hmm. and he's the top player. It's like the 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 pay gap is substantially different. Yeah. and it's
0: true. It's yeah. true. But. no one's watching right right it's tough and when when you're comparing nba to wnba because the nba makes so much money they can pay their players so much more money versus the wnba but the problem again is when the wnba first started the nba was pumping money into it and so it was big i don't know if you're i mean shades we were like nine ten years old Mm -hmm. in the beginning of the own i don't know if you remember that it was huge well, it was also like we got a lot of advertisement. I think everywhere I saying. looked, there was
1: it was uh, the Liberty, 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 exactly. Liberty, Liberty, Ninety-seven.
0: So we were seven years old when the WNBA hit, and it was the advertising was everywhere. It the NBA was pumping money into it. They stopped, and now look at what happened. Yeah, so, there's
1: no, there's no. I mean, there's 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 no coverage. Like you don't see the WNBA on um, on TNT. You know, you don't see it on, they only have, they only have,
0: they only have local contracts. They don't have uh, national contracts.
1: Exactly. So there's no money coming into them. Mm -hmm. Like they have like
0: terrible advertisements. Oh yeah. Uh, Until now, I think they, they're starting to make more revenue um, because they shared the bubble. And so they're starting to kind of funnel money back into each other. So this year for the first time in, I think like five years, WNBA jerseys, Aren't just advertisements with the logo in the corner. They're actually their own jerseys again. How about
1: about this? You said that the 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 league was born in ninety seven. They didn't get an actual game, like a video game, until being added into the two K series and like until twenty eighteen or something like that.
0: Yep but and and not to i mean we're talking a lot about the WNBA but it's it's to to compare it to what's going on theoretically in WWE where you know sure the the women women's wrestling does not make a lot of money now but it can make a lot of money if you make it important the WWE is the biggest wrestling promotion in the world if you treat women's wrestling as important like they like they're starting to you know they had bianca and and sasha main event night 1 and it was critically acclaimed and highly praised by fans also so if you continue to make it feel important we'll get to a point where it makes money mm-hmm. um furthermore um just just to, just to um add some some information about last week's story apparently Vince McMahon called Mickey James personally and apologized for the whole garbage incident, said that he had no idea. She says she does not blame Vince and that she tagged him because she knows a lot of stuff goes on under his nose that he does not know about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he called and he apologized. He said, this is not what we think of you, yada, yada, yada. So she has no ill feelings towards Vince, but she has made it pretty clear that there's a lot of things wrong with WWE and their creative and how they operate.
1: I mean, listen, she could be an ROH and they don't care, not two shakes of a tail for the yeah. women's division
0: oh, yeah. up until now. Oh, 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 and she also said that they wanted to, they they were trying to force her to retire and become a producer. And she said, I've seen the amount of work that they get, that they do, and the lack of recognition that they get, and it's not worth it. And so that's mm. why she, she kept turning that down, and so they ultimately released her.
1: Yeah. But so that's basically all the the WWE news. There's nothing crazy going on in the world of WWE.
0: Well then, in that case, shades. In the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds.
1: And like a long week of work by yourself, mm-hmm. there are some bad seeds.
0: But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest that is professional wrestling. So, my good seed of the week is going to go to Kenny Omega. I have my Kenny okay. winning um because I'm interested to see where this goes. We're we're starting you know, we we started this whole road to the belt collector not too long ago and now we're we're starting to get some some more movement, you know. We got triple a we got a w we got impact who's next ring of honor we're coming for you new japan you're next so i give my good seed to kenny
1: hmm. um okay I, I have my good seed if you don't mind me going now because i'm pretty sure your good. bad seed is the alberto thing um <laughs> shut up you don't know me My good seed goes to something that we didn't even actually speak about was the Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle Summit.
0: Oh, oh, I forgot about, oh, that's a good, that's a good,
1: that's a a good, good seed. That's a good, good seed. And there was not a bad promo from any man in the, in that segment. Um, Santana was dropping the F-bomb after uh, uh, MJF mentioned his daughter on Live TV. So, like that that, that was per- I I
0: cannot wait for blood and guts. Jericho, MJF, Sammy Guevara, um Santana, one of FTR, and sean Spears all cut promos mm-hmm. and every single one of them hit. Oh, knocked it out of the park. So good. So good. Oh, I'm mad at you.
1: <laughs> yeah uh my my bad seed goes to uh cmll not working with roh anymore mm, interesting
0: okay all right anyway yeah yeah y'all know my bad seed i ain't got to talk of this yeah. <laughs> but anyway i think it's gonna wrap up our episode for this week You've been listening to what's on soundcloud.com slash grapples to apples. That's grapples the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud? You got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's facebook.com, twitter.com, instagram.com, slash grapples to apples. Again, that's grapples, the number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you're going to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible because we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, it Will, the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, certified, whatever you may to be. That's what I beak is, baby. That's who I is. Joined remotely by my hero light mate. Tell him who you are, baby.
1: Man of the hour. Man with the power, too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, right at the top. Your boy, the general, your champion, your
0: god. Shades. Well, ladies and gents, don't forget to check out our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day keeps bad wrestling. Burst. Happy birthday, Bobby. Bye.